Sweet as Honey, the podcast. Hey, honeybees. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Sweetest Honey Podcast. Sweetest Honey, the podcast. It's the best one yet. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> it truly is. Don't you rain on my parade. Oh, okay. I wasn't raining on your parade. I was letting you have your moment, honey. It's raining outside. Is it? Yeah. It wasn't in the foreskin. <laughs> it was in the forecast. It wasn't in the foreskin. It it was in the forecast. It wasn't in the foreskin. I had been looking at the foreskin. It was in the foreskin to have rained yesterday. It rained yesterday. There wasn't any more rain until later in the week, every time I had looked, which was every day this week. Oh, well, the one day I looked, which was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And yesterday was the only day I didn't look because ah, so it was raining. <laughs> we were both right. I like that. Sure. <laughs> Babe, what's coming up this week? Um, well, no, I'm kidding. Our anniversary is coming up. Yeah. It'll Are be, you excited? Yeah, it'll be five years. It, we, five years married. Mm-hmm. And six together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very excited. Yeah. As you can tell by my twitching noises. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, that's, that's a big deal. That's a long time. Yeah. How do you feel? It's a while. <laughs> <laughs> we have... It, wow. It's a while. It is, it is a while. It's a while. Just, just my brain was automatically like all of the events that have unfolded in the last six years. And I'm like, how did all of that fit into... Just six years. Short period of time, but also it's like, wow, six years. Like That's long. That's a that is a time that's old enough to like ask for snacks, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Uh yeah. And mostly potty trained. Yeah. Right? Hopefully. Oh. I don't know. When when should you expect your human pet to not be shitting itself anymore i don't know huh i don't know the answer to that i don't know the answer to that either everybody talks about and i how feel like the number quickly, is but... bigger than i would be comfortable with because <laughs> like my brain is like i don't know four <laughs> and i feel like it's not four <laughs> No, I feel like it's it's older. Like, okay, I don't know the answer to this, but these guesses are fun. I okay. think maybe like five before they feel like comfortable. <laughs> and then they're still just between like the ages of five to eight, the one off that this kid's going to have an accident. So basically, the faster that you can instill shame into your child, the more success that you'll have with potty training them earlier? Yeah, precisely. Okay, cool. Or self-awareness, yeah. No, I think it's shame. (laughs) I think it's shame. Because how many people walk up to their six-year-old who has just, like, fully, like, pushed out the biggest, like, adult-sized turd from their tiny little baby sphincter (laughs) and were like... 
we're just gonna use this as a teaching moment for gentle parenting. No, like nobody is stoked to clean fucking hardened big people who eat solid foods shit off of their body. Like Jesus Christ, David, did you eat a whole steak? Right. Like no one's gonna be happy about that. Like, oh, this is just a ge- no, like shame. This is disgusting. This is gross. Why would you? <laughs> and I'm not saying that I agree with that, but I'm just saying I feel like that is a natural reaction or response to that because of the excrement (laughs) even though the gentle parenting way would definitely be to take a moment choke it back meet it with compassion but shit even me when the pups get like diarrhea when we're away for the day or something like that and go in their crates I'm still like like shit I really just I it's time for me to eat lunch finally (laughs) I understand that y'all could not help this but Jesus Christ right I don't know. Like, I feel that way, and <laughs> I, I don't... This is reason number 492, why we don't have kids. Like, I just... No, thank you. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Hmm. I wonder... I don't think that my parents shamed me, but my sister definitely did. Somebody's so, gonna like, shame you. Yeah, because... She would have to babysit me, so I would inconvenience her, you know, by doing these things, right? So, like, if I was out in public and spilled a glass of water, my immediate reaction was, to, like, to cry because mm-hmm. I was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is definitely something that she helped with. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't even think about that. I've never considered yeah. till now. Thanks the for that. role that shame takes in the way that we correct ourselves and mm-hmm. our behavior. Yeah, you learn when you figure that out that you should be embarrassed. Think about all the shit that you avoid as an adult because it could potentially embarrass you to not do it or to do it incorrectly. And I hate. There's That's everything. Like, it's everything. I hate being embarrassed. Every, I it's cannot. everything. You're conditioned to. You're trained mm-hmm. to. Because if not, like, oh, it'll live on forever. These are things that will define you. People will know. And now the kids have got fucking cell phones and everything ends up on the internet. Mm-hmm. So not only do people that know you think that in your mind, you know, where what society tells you, oh, well, all these people are going to think that I'm dumb or incapable. And now all these strangers that I don't know think the same thing. <laughs> Right? I just... You're right. It's everything. How many more creatives and artists would we have had it not been for shame being placed on the way that we approach school, academics, work? Everything. Making money, which goes into capitalism. Everything goes into capitalism. Like, everything wrong you can attribute back to how does that impede somebody else's ability to make money? Every Everything. Everything that's wrong with the world. If you are not, like, sitting outside basking in the sun, everything else that you do besides that. <laughs> it's true. Everything. Everything. Conditions you not to rock the boat and just do what you're told. Which somebody makes money from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Everybody. They're conditioning you to become a part of the workforce. Yeah. So, yeah, that's fun. Um, (laughs) So here is something that actually was fun. Yesterday, we had a really big day. And (laughs) y'all, it was so much fun. I felt like a giggly little idiot. So if you are new to the podcast, hi, (laughs) (laughs) my name is Tiffany. That's my spouse, Andy. And 
Some time ago, close to a decade now, um, I was a surrogate. I carried a child via traditional surrogacy. So I do have a biological link to this person that I carried in my body for nine months for their parents. And yesterday, that person came to visit for the day. And we played with big ass Uno cards. We took lots of pictures. We played with our bird, we hung out with the dogs, we talked, we had some interesting conversations, we had some thoughtful conversations, we looked at each other a lot, like I think both of us kind of comparing what we do and how we look and feel to how the other looks and does things and stuff. Um, We had lunch, we watched a show about puppies, and they asked 8 million questions while we did that. Mm -hmm. Um, We had some conversations about like, oh, well, if this would have happened, then maybe this would have been different. And yeah, like there was one point that there was a whole other kind of conversation that we had about like some sore feelings and we did some strategizing together and basically like I just am getting to know this person um for the first time and it's very interesting so we see each other like maybe a couple of times a year up to this Mm -hmm. point uh, because the kid was so young, you know, you're going to be very, very attached to your family, the family that you see every day, your nuclear family, you know, that's where you feel safe. That's where you understand everything. It's where you're socialized, blah, blah, blah. So that's fine. You know, we're just like at some point in this kid's development, they'll have more questions. And we've talked about all of this. So now it's been like laying the foundation for mm-hmm. times like this. And so this has been the first kind of visit of this type that we've had together. And um, yeah, how was that experience for you yesterday? Um, it it was weird. Like, I don't know. We've always had a close <clears throat> relationship. Uh, <laughs> I can't make it whistle again. Close relationship with um, this little human-ish. But, like, now they're finally interested in, like, learning about you and Mm -hmm. their connection with you. And it's just cool to see both of y'all trying to kind of figure each other out. And it's all coming from a very loving loving and direct and honest conversation and open communication at all times. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because earlier this year, I had my own like epiphany of how deep DNA and roots and things go when we visited my cousin and her wife. And though we hadn't grown up in the same place, we still had a lot of the same mannerisms, right? Mm-hmm. And so see, being able to see you have that same epiphany of this kid did not grow up in anything close to the way that you did, mm-hmm. but y'all still have very similar mannerisms Mm -hmm. and the way that you do things and the way that your brain works Mm -hmm. and how you go about different things and attacking like a math problem, for instance, is just cool to see that that's (laughs) in your DNA. Your DNA is like, (laughs) bitch, I am going to come out of here and um, none of y'all get a say in any of the rest of this. So like that child looks and behaves exactly like me with the exception of she's a little bit shyer than you are. Yeah. So that might be environmental factors, too. Right. Uh, 
because <laughs> so I don't know it was just really cool to watch y'all engage and like this little human is just so beautiful and so like finding a balance of staring at them mm-hmm. without making it be weird or creepy mm-hmm. um and then like I'd look up and find them staring at me too sometimes mm-hmm. and I'd just be like make weird faces at them or like I don't know it was just fun to to interact and have the day and then still see like the similarities in all of these things despite the fact that we only see this kid once or twice a year right um and i agree and now like me and the kid are texting which mm-hmm. is fun mm-hmm. um they have like apple watch so we're not like having any super deep you know conversations or anything like that but there will be times where you know the kid will get out of school and be like i feel like texting and be like yeah. hey mom blah, blah 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 and then literally we'll text like over quote unquote an hour and all that we're doing is like every five to ten minutes just sending back mm-hmm. we like one day we just sent every emoji that had mm-hmm. the like hearts all around it like the one uh. that's like mm, the all of them, like your personal one, the panda, the dinosaur, the poop, <laughs> like all, the all of yeah. all of them. Um, and that was just cute. Like, and I just like to think that we were both just giggling, you know, but sometimes and I, I don't want to make an assumption, but just what my heart says, mm-hmm. because this is also something that I do. And I kind of feel that, especially yesterday, where you just kind of want to be in touch with someone, even if you're not saying anything. You just want to know that they're there. You know what I'm saying? You want to know that they're there. You want to know that they're thinking about you. So I think that that is kind of more or less what goes on with that. So either until it's like bedtime, because it's so low effort. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, just you need to know that I'm here and I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a pattern to it. Like, we both are kind of doing this silly thing. Yeah, there's always been, like, a, a another step she had to take to get in touch with you if she felt like it. Right. Right. Or, like, we had to go through third party mm-hmm. to do so. How do you feel about um them calling you mom? Me and their parents talked about this also. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm, like, I'm fine with it. It doesn't really bother me. Um, You know, at some point, they may decide that that doesn't fit or feel good. Um, So I try not to get too attached to any one thing because Mm -hmm. it does oscillate. Like, there are a few things that they might call me. um, But I talk to parents about it. Parents are just like, we're fine. We, you know, it's whatever like it's nobody has any sore feelings about it or feelings of protection or trying to get anything from or anything like that and we also had a conversation like they had a request and it was an interesting request but the request that they had I think begged more discussion Mm -hmm. um and just kind of like whoa this is kind of a a more this the nature of this conversation was uncharted territory Mm -hmm. like I was like I'm not sure about what the rules are here I'm not sure the means of communication that I need to do like what kind of language I need to use I'm not sure about the appropriate communication style with the way that you communicate in your home the way that y'all communicate when you have such conversations and so I was like hey can we have a team meeting like is there a time that you know the three of us can get together just kind of chat for a little bit um just kind of to discuss this or whatever because some things are changing and um 
some things have changed, you know, mm-hmm. like there's some growth. We're ha- we're getting into a different phase now. And we did have a chance to have a conversation. And I'm just like, so let's talk about roles. Like, how is my role changing? How are our roles changing? What about communication styles? How do you communicate in your home? So they were able to give me some examples, of, you know, because it's very different when you're with a kid day to day y'all are together all the time Mm -hmm. versus when you see somebody for a couple of hours maybe over dinner or hanging out for a couple of hours or like for an afternoon when it's all of the family together versus when that child is taken out of that environment away from their nuclear family what are the expectations when that child goes to a friend's house to stay the night or to their godparents house to stay the night or an aunt's house to stay the night Mm -hmm. like how is that dynamic how are you expecting those conversations to go and stuff and they kind of looked at each other and they were like you know about like the roles thing like what is my role you know how is that changing how is that shifting they kind of looked at each other and they were like you know we haven't really talked about that just yet and I was like okay and it's okay if we don't have the answers to that now but it is something that I need for us to be thinking about Mm -hmm. um so that way I'm never gonna be letting anybody down or making anybody feel disappointed or hurting somebody because I don't understand what the rules are. My brain really needs that structure so that I understand so that I don't ever want to overstep, especially when it comes to people and their children. I don't ever want to do anything wrong. I don't want to undermine. I don't want to overstep. So even though I've given birth to this person, talk to a stranger that stitched up my vajazz hole to prove it, um, Vajazz hole, you know, like when you give vaginal birth, if you have a vagina, sometimes it will tear. And I had what they call a precipitous labor. So she was out in 20 minutes and four pushes. And that'll cause some trauma to your junk or whatever. So anyway, it was precipitous. I got stitches, whatever. I got the stitches to to prove my battle scars, whatever. (laughs) Even so, it is not up to me to determine any of these things I definitely respect their parents as their parents and understand that that's not my role that's not my place that's not what's appropriate in our dynamic that's not my job and it's you know I I respect their role 100% completely wholly as parents um So I always need to make sure that I have the rules of engagement when I'm dealing with people's kids. I have to have this conversation. We've got a couple friends that we also need to have this conversation with about these are our expectations of kids. This is what we are willing to be involved in as far as your kids are concerned. And this is when we kind of get into this muddy, murky territory of how much children want to be involved and how much the children get to set the parameters for that involvement. Um, because in turn, that makes the person kind of being encroached on or pursued by the kids for more time or interaction into dangerous territory where we might be assholes because we're just like, look, like I'm not comfortable <laughs> with this amount or it's not what's desired or this wasn't yeah the I've, agreement. <laughs> yeah, we've had to have a couple of conversations already mm-hmm. where I've felt that way. Right. Um, but like asserted that boundary and was like, well, this is what I can do. Mm-hmm. We don't have kids for a reason. Right. I love you. I love mm-hmm. your children. Right. From a distance most days. Right. Most, like 364 days out of the year. Yeah. And like, I get it. Because if you have kids, that definitely makes me an asshole. Mm-hmm. I truly get it. But it doesn't. But that's that's what I'm willing to participate in. Right. I, I don't have children. 
So, and even that, you know, us trying to navigate that because, you know, it's different. You know, Mm -hmm. this is kind of an exception to that rule that we both have made room for. And one of us can opt out of that rule. And you know what I'm saying? Like, if that gets to be something that you no longer want to participate in, or it doesn't make you feel good or whatever, um, you know, it, it is something to be addressed. But now that this person is, you know, so it's all kinds of things that we're having to navigate in this new space. And there's a lot of different people involved, even indirectly and directly. Um, so it's a lot of things to kind of juggle. And that's very interesting (laughs) to go through. Yesterday was so cool. They texted me right before we started podcasting to ask me like, hey, did you like that I came over to visit yesterday? And it was really cute. So look at that little person needing some validation. It was real sweet. I know. And I was like, I had so much fun with you, love. Yeah, it was cool. Like, um, even just going to the local coffee shop to get some hot chocolate like I was just like oh look this little cute human is with us everybody look at this cute human look at them look at them look at them it's weird it's almost like they're like a whole person and it's strange where you just get to just do normal things because everything is kind of like staged you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. we we have a location set up and we have picked out outfits and we know that we're going to take pictures so we're going to do this meanwhile this kid came over and literally we were like getting out of bed and then like the kid was going to be here because mm-hmm. it was so early the kid literally came hung out in like a cute little like lounge set pjs um and so that's just how we hung out at some point like you went and you were just like shoot i want to put my sweatpants on too yeah and i had on like pants that felt like sweats anyway which is why i left them on but you know like that's a completely different we've never had like a vibe like that before you know and that's the first time they've ever been to my dwelling Mm -hmm. like a place that like i lived outside of my body um so the first time that they've met um nani yeah little pup and my dog was being really weird um, I'm telling you, she just didn't know what to do. She was like, what? She didn't. It was very She strange. was like, I've, I've met you before, but you were on the inside. What is this? Yeah. So it, it, it was it was interesting. It was cool. It was neat. That's a really, it was a really cool time. And then the fact that like y'all both ate the same thing for lunch. Just you had the vegan version. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I didn't even... <laughs> Yeah, she just got white rice instead of fried rice. Yeah. It was just a cute time. The cutest. Do you know what's weird? What? Um, Wanting people to notice you so much that you have to, like, leave your home early so that you can make time for it. I won't go into specifics, but, like, it's weird. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You You do with that information what you may how come a show or a movie does not exist where it's about Jesus as a child completely being bullied for the fact that his mom is um, an impure woman with schizophrenia and that he is an illegitimate child? Um, why, why are we not? Why are we not talking about that? <laughs> How come Christians love to make it seem like marriages have to be legitimate and families and children have to be legitimate, but like God did not marry Mary? Oh, 
And Mary was also a child. Mm, a child. But they like to take that part real literally, though. They like it when it's just like, oh, it's fine if it's an arranged marriage. It's fine if it was like this back in the day. It's, they had really short lifespans. Uh, I don't know. I just don't understand the... Yeah, because they were giving birth at 13. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so I just, I'm just, but like, could you imagine? I was thinking about that the other day, like, like Jesus, baby, like little, like middle school Jesus, right? 13 year old, little, like awkward Jesus, um, still trying to figure things out. Like he's got like powers. He's accidentally healing people. He's not sure what's going on. Right. Like (laughs) no one's really breaking it down for him. Nothing's really, I think I I like to think about Jesus as the kind of boys that I liked in high school. So like okay. he's like a little awkward, but like he's fine. Like he gets along with everybody. If like somebody, Harry Potter esque. I don't know Harry Potter well enough. Okay. But like, he's just chill. He's like, I'll be friends with anybody. <laughs> I'm not really like in a clique. I just do me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like I'm just like the cool dude. I could go hang with the jocks, the cheerleaders like me. Like I can dap them up. Like I can hang out with like the bullies and be like, hey man, chill. And he'd be like, you know what? That's my dude. I'll chill out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like. I don't know. Like, I feel like he is just like a chill dude. And he is like, this shit is weird. Like, what is going on? But it's like one hater. Because, you know, like anytime it's somebody that everybody likes, it's a hater. You know, it's a hater. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? I fucking hate this dude. I don't like his vibe, bro. I don't fucking like it. He thinks he's better than everyone else. He thinks he can just go from table to table in the calf man and think that he's the big man on campus with his long hair that's like wool or something. I don't know who he thinks he is, man. Jesus. And he wants to like be like, oh yeah, I've got all these powers. And my mom, like, I'm the Messiah. And it's like, no, dude, your mom is nuts. Where's your daddy? Because we ain't seen him, Jesus. Like, how come that's not a thing? Why is, I don't know, but is I would watch the shit out of that. Yes, it definitely is. And all which that is Jesus, why it's funny. And he is like doing this like monk like ninja shit where he like never hits anybody but he also never gets hit which pisses the bully dude off more all the girls like jesus or he just turns his other cheek you know it's like <laughs> jesus has this appeal with women also that's like inexplicable like pete davidson like uh, everybody right. wants to fuck jesus everybody's like dude jesus is so hot i don't know what it is about him but like I don't know. Like, how come such things? And if such things exist, please send me links to, like, email us. I need y'all to get in touch if y'all got stuff like that. Well, I mean, why don't you hook up with one of your animator friends and then you can voice the whole fucking thing. Number one, I don't have any friends. Number two. Your animator acquaintances. (laughs) My colleagues, my past clients, um, other people in the industry, my peers. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just being an asshole. I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, like, I, I was thinking about that. I was like, I would binge watch the fuck out of Young Jesus. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? And then he's got like a freaking squad. Like, we can do the whole thing. You got freaking all of the dudes that fucking follow him, his disciples and shit. That's like his little squad. Are you kidding me? Right. Do y'all know what we could do with Judas? Are you kidding? 
oh my like y'all the possibilities are endless the animation like other people's brains that can do that like I've got the concept I've got like it mapped out in my mind if you can make it beautiful you know what I'm saying so you you can make it match in my head outside for other people's eyes do you think Jesus so there were rumors that Jesus you know had relationships um with his disciples yeah and if he's like as well as Mary Magdalene so could we make Jesus polyamorous and a part of a throuple yes we can do like Jesus is gonna have a little bit of that vibe like the kid from sex ed yeah. the main character you yeah, know what i'm saying i got you so like it's like a little bit of that it's like some weird awkward jewish dude sex appeal so we've got <laughs> you got yourself with that queer hot awkward jewish jesus okay but he is also like bluish so he's like a black jew jesus who is like racially ambiguous with like gorgeous hair at some point he may or may not end up with a fuckboy haircut undecided that's up to the animator i think you know what i'm saying like <laughs> it depends you know what i'm saying like it it could it could be anything he he is like any and all things like jesus is like theo germain jesus could be oh like non-binary like there's so much that we could do with jesus like we could take the most literal qualities from scripture and like put them into this person and it's just like oh all of these beautiful characteristics that they attribute to them but they want so badly for everybody to be indoctrinated with this con this conception that jesus was straight cis you know white yeah no all of that undone um, but also the very real social aspect and the assholishness of human beings besides just like things that needed a miracle to happen. Just like the fact that he definitely was bullied. People were definitely shitty to him and it definitely did not just start one day when he was like 30. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Um, oh, for sure. So yeah, like I, I, I would like that, please. <laughs> Could even have like different timelines. Like Jesus was ace, right? Yeah. And that's why he never, he was a 33 year old man that was never married. Right. Because he was ace. It's like or... flashbacks and then like <laughs> all of it, any and all time. He's omniscient anyway. Like, uh, yeah. Or is that like God or is there, are they like one thing? We can talk about like how well, depends absent and narcissistic his father is. <laughs> The issues and psychological and emotional damage that he suffered as a result of that. Come on, Come, let, like if we're gonna talk about it, let's talk about it, okay? Like, like let, let's really let's talk about it. Let's did, talk about it. Did Jesus have woman like problems? Like he didn't respect women because was he a misogynist? Because God was his father, but you know Mary was his mother, but he didn't have his otherworldly mother. So like. Did he feel abandoned? And that's why women had this. Did Jesus ever (laughs) rebel? I'm just saying, like, there's talks of times where Jesus got mad and angry and flips tables inside of temples. Let's talk about it. Does Jesus end up with an alcohol problem? If you could turn (laughs) water into wine. Why was that? So why is that part so important to Christians? If Jesus was an alcoholic, just say that. Like, we don't have to, like, what if this whole time that's been, like, not a metaphor, like, not a miracle, but a metaphor? For alcoholism? He could turn water to wine? He could walk on water? 
Is that also a metaphor for one? Or being drunk? <laughs> what were the dialects of the people that spoke at that time? So I want some of that jargon sprinkled in. I want, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, the original translation. But it, not even the original translation, but like I, I want it to be satirical, but I also want it to be fact-based. And I also want it to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like a little bit of absurdism. Yeah, no, no, no. I totally get it. Yeah, like. But you're using some of the jargon <clears throat> that is in, like, the original translations yeah. to sprinkle in there to prove in the context, fact that... In the correct yeah, context. So it's white like Jesus is not a fictionalized thing. <laughs> satire yeah. with some, like, actual things sprinkled around in there. Like, some sprinkled truths. Yeah. That would... That's a dope concept. Like, I would 100% so. watch that all if the time. If you decide that you're going to take this idea and try to fucking sell it, like, I want my fucking credit for it. Tiffany said it here first. Okay. I'm sure I didn't say it first. But if something like that comes out and there's very specific details that I have mentioned here, I will find you and I will fuck you up and well, I want to get paid. I'm telling you right now, this is my IP. It's copyrighted. Well... There it is. Talk to my legal team about it or we will be in touch. But seriously, like if you draw and do animation, like I can, I can voice it on like my good microphone, not the podcast microphones. I'll upgrade the podcast microphones eventually, but you know. For now they do the job. They do great. I love them. They're good buddies. Yeah. Like the animation for what you're describing reminds me of like Family Guy meets Big Mouth meets, uh... Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that whole vibe. Yeah, maybe. Unless somebody's got something new and creative that I am not familiar with that absolutely just freaking takes my breath away. Because there's some things like cake, you know, mm. that I have seen with way different animation types and styles and stuff. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Somebody else's little freak brain is the perfect animator match for my freak brain and it could be beautiful beautiful. (laughs) in a way that I can't even imagine because that's not the part that my brain is great at (laughs) I would know it when I saw it but just pulling it out of thin air that's not how mine works not so much no me neither (laughs) I'm real bad at that (laughs) Ooh, speaking of how my brain does work though Mm -hmm. you want to talk about the macaroni corner Oh, yeah. Macaroni Corner. Tell them about the Macaroni Corner, babe. So, y'all, Tiffany got this idea to do, like, this corner where our record nook is and paint just a little portion of it. Like, this orange or yellow and kind of looking for a color. Well, we decided on it. And, like, it's almost like a geometrical type thing because it even goes onto the ceiling a little bit and it's square. So, it makes it kind of look like a shadow effect. It's pretty cool. It's dope. But when she was first painting it and telling me about it, I was like, I don't know how I feel about I asked, this. I got all, I got it all taped up and started getting it on there. And I mm-hmm. was like, babe, do you want to see it? What do you think? And I was like, it looks like a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese. It looks like, <laughs> and like just started naming off stuff, but Kraft macaroni and cheese got me. But once it was finished, per usual, it looked fantastic, and you pulled it all together, and, like, that's why I don't like to see most of your projects midway through, because I'm like, I don't know, my brain cannot understand how this is going to look good, Mm -hmm. and then it always looks fantastic. (laughs) So, 
that's what it looked like. And so it looks super nice. You got like the records used as decorations and these leaning shelves. Like it's just, it's cool. And looks super just modern and mid-century and like vibing. And I like it a lot. It's real cute. Yeah. So now we were going to call it the macaroni corner. Yeah. I thought to get <laughs> like, like a neon light made that says macaroni corner. Yeah, I kept saying craft corner, but that sounds like the little old ladies at church that, you know. No, but you literally said macaroni corner first. Yeah. And then you, I was like, I like macaroni (laughs) corner. And literally the moment that I said I liked it, you kept trying to call it something else and something stupid. And I was like, I got so frustrated. I was like, I said that I like this. Why do you keep saying other dumb shit that's not that? (laughs) Because it was pleasing to my brain. My brain said, keep going. So that's what I did. I should have left you in your brain to finish doing that. I did not need to be party to that. It just made me feel upset. I was like, why are you doing this to me? My bad. Well, you know. So, yeah. And you did that, like, finished it a, two days before um, the kid came down. Two so, days like, before our visit. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so, I don't know why you like to do that right before we're supposed to have somebody in the house. Start a big project. Yeah, and you always been like I'm like, oh my god, why 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 are you doing this? Why are you starting this? And like you pull it together and it comes complete and it's great. But I just it causes me so much stress in my person when you start them. But I'm like, let it go. They'll get it done. This isn't your project. Shh. Walk away. And everything's fine. As a matter of fact, the house is always perfectly clean. Oh, 100%. And this is what my thing is. My brain is like, look, I have a week to prepare, which I did. I was nice and rested. I was like, I can finish this and I literally can have a whole other day where nothing is done. I can go ahead and get the house completely clean. I'm not painting an entire room. I literally only have to tape like... six sides Mm -hmm. in this one area i have the paint i've got everything that i need my period's done like i can i can do it (laughs) and then i was like and then when that gets done i can move everything back because when i move all the plants i can go ahead and vacuum and steam in that little area i can go ahead and vacuum everything up so then i have like fresh paint everything's beautiful so i can literally work from the wall out and then i don't have to go back in and do anything and it's a bonus that when the company comes everything is beautiful and freshly clean that's true all at once i was like i don't want to like go like go through clean everything and i've already got to move it once and then move it again do all the painting put it back and then eventually have to move it again to clean back there when i can do it all at once and then it's done and i don't have to do shit else in that corner Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i budget the time i budget the time for it like (laughs) yeah i didn't know that it made you feel anxious Like, I know it's going to get done. That's why, like, when you're doing it, I just stay away. I'm like, no, I don't need to see this. I'm just, I trust you. It's going to get done. And I'm just going to stay over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but it looks really nice. And I always enjoy your projects because they look dope <laughs> when you're done. Every single thing that you have done in this house looks awesome. 
Speaking of the word dope, how about the word nope? And I did not like that movie at all. (laughs) That was a very, very not great movie, in my opinion. And I love Jordan Peele, but I was like, dude, what? I've already forgotten what it was about. Are you trolling me right now? Like, am I being, are we being trolled by you? What are you doing? So this was the one about the freaking alien named jean jacket that would suffocate on wacky flailing arm flailing inflatable tube guys and the little checkered flags from car dealerships. Oh yeah. It was the cloud thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was an alien. Yeah. That they had to feed things to or something? Yeah, people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, my eating, bad. It was See, eating. I people, told you it was so bad. Like, I was just like, no. See? It no. was... I, there's a there's a subreddit for it. Oh. And people are people dressed up as it for Halloween and were insulted that people did not get their outfits. And I was like, because... It, it was bad. It was not a good no, movie. At all. I was confused from the moment that it began. As a matter of fact, I was so confused about the beginning that I thought that the beginning was a short. <laughs> Do y'all remember watching Disney Pixar movies back yeah. in the day? And it was always like a little tiny, little cute thing, like right between the previews yep. and the actual feature film. It was like that and I was and it was spaced out so much from the end of the opening scene to the next scene that I was like there's no way and then it takes so long to make a connection to the opening scene. Yeah. I for the first like hour of that movie I was like, "Oh, so that wasn't related to that." And then it pops like, and then I had about like 10 or 15 minutes to like, forget about it. I can like go with that information now. Great. And then it resurfaces. It, it just shows back up. It took so long. And I was like, okay, sure. But that has nothing to do with anything else. And I was like, okay, sure. And like, normally... You really love Jordan Peele I've stuff. loved every other Jordan Peele production that I have identified as such. Because he has part, been in too. stuff that yeah. I, when I'm looking back at the credits, I'm just like, oh, I really fucking love this movie. It was really dark or it was really twisty. And I'm just like, oh, he's got a fucking credit on this. Who knew? The, not not this not, one. N- nope. Not that one. Nope. I, nope. I, I love that the actor. I love Kiki Palmer. I love the main character. Like, there are so many... Um, familiar black faces in that film that like I absolutely adore but in the context of that movie that that was a resounding nope from from us yeah nope out of 10 also Emily the criminal is also not great no it was a really bad and I've really been enjoying Aubrey Plaza and just her strange way Apparently, she just got <clears throat> cast for something in Marvel, I think. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really seem her jam, unless she's being like some sullen, sarcastic, well, young probably. villainess. 
Probably I would be very bored and sarcastic. if that was the thing. I don't know. I'll mm-hmm. figure out what it is and tell you about it. But yeah, sometimes it's fun to see her um, explore her range because mm-hmm. I'm so used to seeing her in very particular types of roles. So uh, that one just, just wasn't wasn't a, a fun one for me. And I don't even think it had anything to do with her. No. Um, I just, the plot and the writing generally, I was like, this is, this is not great. No, it uh, wasn't it. No. It still wasn't as bad as Nope. But do you know what I loved? Hmm. Hanging out with you and talking shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the best. Yeah. Yeah, it's always the best. I love you a lot. You're my favorite human. I love you a lot. You're my favorite human. Yeah. Yeah. We're best friends. Two best friends anyone can have. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that's one of my uh, answers on my quizzes for my new hire class on Fridays. I sing it every time. And you're in cahoots. That's not in cahoots. It's just cahoot. In cahoots. Stop it. They hate it. They have a colleague that calls it in cahoots and it makes them really, really upset because it's just cahoot. Yeah. I, I snapped on him one time when he did it, and I know that he had no clue why that rage just burst out. Your reaction is disproportionate. He looked so confused, like, okay. <laughs> I apologized to him later, and I was like, listen, so you've been calling it that for a while, all right? And I just haven't said anything, but it really, really bothers me. I really me. fucking resent you. Stop. And I go home and I tell Tiffany about it every time. Time. and now she says it which makes the it's it it worse for me and so even though you weren't there for those conversations i held you directly responsible because it is in fact your fault but you're right you didn't know all of that and i'm sorry for um all of that coming out my enneagram type his nine and um we are quiet ragers oh my god did he seriously stand there and let you say all of this to him because i would have left i'd have been like i'm sorry you're being so weird right now (laughs) yeah um (laughs) sometimes sometimes this person is actually a a really good listener yeah um so i just wonder if that is a time when they decided that active listening was the best choice (laughs) no he he probably checked out it's okay though (laughs) It's okay. <sighs> you know, I probably didn't say all of that. They'd be having to have a, a reserve. Yeah. It comes out. <laughs> oh, Anderson. Stab me on. <laughs> Me. <laughs> a little. Oh my goodness, I thought the, the computer turned off and I was like, oh no. Oh, that would be so bad. <laughs> that would be really bad. It should be fully charged. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. She's, she's doing great. <laughs> she's, she's got the juice. She's got the juice. All right, listen. <laughs> I love cone. <laughs> huh? 
how come no one's nickname is Corn? <laughs> And if their nickname was Corn, do you think <clears throat> that they would be like normal? Like, would you have a colleague that you trusted named Corn in your industry? <laughs> no. I would be like, they're definitely on drugs. Um, I've heard of, I haven't heard anybody with a nickname Corn, but um, Cornbread, I have heard. So um so my ex uh went to high school with this guy and their high school um was mostly white people <clears throat> and this guy was a black gentleman with a thick southern accent mm -hmm. and they called him cornbread i don't how do you look like a scion? Yeah. How do you scion like a look? Um, kind of like that, but more Alabama version. I don't care. I really don't care. Mm-hmm. So cornbread. Cornbread fish and collard greens. I got what you need. Uh, I don't like collard greens. Oh, it's a song. Unpopular opinion in the South. Yeah. Maybe amongst the the lightly or non-melanated. Yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. I really try to like them. It's okay. It's a texture thing. I keep trying, though. Like, I, I try them every couple it's years. It's a bitter green, though. Yeah. It's a bitter green. I don't typically like bitter things. Yeah. But I, I'll try them again in a year or so. <laughs> yeah, I really need somebody to hit me up. Like, I'm fixated on that Jesus thing now. Like, I'm like, how... I'm, I'm going to start writing, like, people bullying baby Jesus jokes. Is that going to be the the title of this podcast? People bullying baby Jesus jokes. I think that's it. Okay. I think well, that's it. Go ahead and write that down. People bullying baby Jesus jokes. Mm -hmm. I liked that. You did? Yeah. Is that going to be the intro? No. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> I just thought we were brainstorming here. No, 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 not about this episode. We're brainstorming about something different, Andy. Mm. Get it together. All right, honeybees. Anderson's checked out. <laughs> so, if y'all would like to email us, you can reach us on our email, ohhoney2018 at gmail.com. We're not doing social media, but please do come back next week sometime around Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for a new episode of the Sweetest Honey Podcast. Make sure you drink your water, wash your face. Wash if your hands. You, oh, please wash your hands. Wear a mask. We'll check back in next week to see how voting day went. Um, hopefully we get good news at the end of it. Fingers crossed. Um, fingers, toes, all of them. Eyes, all, yeah. all of it. Hopefully we all have some good news and we can breathe a little bit easier next week when things are counted. We have new people. We have a new direction. We have good things i'm speaking good things into the universe into existence over all of us all over all of you be good be sweet be kind pay a stranger a compliment take a stranger's compliment if it is offered to you have a good day we love you bye bye